Leafs Nation, we are back here today, covering a you know a week long trip in Sweden. Uh, I think that it was a nice breath of fresh air, and and you know the Leafs win win two games there. Um, not their best hockey. We'll break it down for you guys here today, but uh, a great trip. You know, a lot of great memories. I think these boys came together as a group. A lot of great Twitter, you know, clips. You know, guys were in interviews. Guys are tasting Swedish candy. And I'd, I'd say overall, this it brought the group together. And and if if they go on a run, I think that it's this trip that should be credited for for a, a deep playoff run and pl- regular season success. But before we break down the Toronto Police, we're joining my dad here as usual. Dad, how are you on the you know this? I guess these guys are back, getting back used to the usual Eastern Time Zone, and now we're slowly, slowly getting used to back to Maple Leafs hockey at the end of the week here. Yeah, I'm, I need to get used to uh, watching hockey games in the evening. You know, it was a little strange to be uh, to be getting up uh, 8 a.m. on a Sunday morning and getting messages from uh, from other Leaf fans to, all right, get up, fans, it's game time. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, you know, I um, think uh, they were sent there with the mission to promote the game. Um, I think, you know, Sweden's already big on hockey, and I think they, they, they did a solid job, uh, while, you know, while they were there. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, you know, I'm glad they're back home. Yeah, and and they don't play till Friday. They play, I believe, two o'clock on Friday. But I believe it's American Thanksgiving coming up here. Maybe that plays a factor. And then they're back, I think, in Pittsburgh, the Kyle Dubis game. Um, so that should be a good one on Saturday. But let's call. Let's talk about the Sweden game. You know, a lot of great interviews before. Um, a lot of stuff on Nylander. You know, his grandma would be watching him. And in that first period of the first game against Detroit, you know. And I think we mentioned it too that these guys got teams on back to backs, right? So who knows if they're adjusted to the time zone? I know Sheldon Keith said he didn't really have any good sleep, but you know the Leafs go down two zero heading into the third period, and, and they just really weren't playing their best hockey. But that third period, I thought they played a really good game, a great comeback win, led by great goals. Um, I thought Nylander had a great one, Bertuzzi had a great one, and Tavares a, a beautiful play. I think Bertuzzi seven shots on goal, and that second line was rolling, and um, they showed Nylander's family celebrating, obviously, but. You know, I, I thought that it, they look like a team that hasn't played in a long time. Uh, I think it was like a week. So that, I think I guess that's why they're a little bit shaky in that first game. And then, you know, they play the second game, 8 a.m. game on a Sunday um, against the Minnesota Wild. And I, th- I think that the first period, again, the first 10 minutes, they didn't really have that jump. But I thought they ended off the period really well. Um, and, and they go into the third period up with a 2-1 lead. I believe Minnesota... You know, I think it was Mad Zuccarella that he interviewed in between intermissions, and and he actually got the tying goal um, to give the Minnesota Wild some life, you could say. And and again, this is a team that Minnesota they played less than twenty four hours ago going into that game. So I I thought that the Leafs should have more of a jump. You know, they're going to be tired. You know, they scored one goal against the Sands and they scored three against the Leafs. But the Leafs win in overtime, and it's capped off with William Nylander. Um, but I think you'd agree, Dad. You know, the great two two games showing from Nylander. He was second star of the week. The second line was really rolling. The first line got really, really rolling in, in the second game there. But I think it's a great trip. You know, I think they had a great quality time together. You, you know, you get four points out of it. It wasn't pretty. But I think they'll be happy to be coming home. And and I, I think Matthews, you know, had a little joke, too, that he loved to be in Mexico City. And, and, you know, the boys are probably a little bit sick of each other, too. A lot of time together. But I think you'd agree with knowing these guys' history. I think it's great for, for a lot of great quality time together. 
Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, uh, if, if if you go back in history, um, you know, the, the Soviet Union, the Russian, uh, used to have some amazing, amazing teams. What they would do is before any big tournament uh, is, you know, three to four months and just send these guys to an isolated area where they're spending time together, getting to know each other, playing together. Yeah. Uh, so I think this is what sort of this, um, you know, week sort of did for these guys where, you know, uh, you know, everybody was kind of uh, together and had to spend time. And you obviously have some of the Swedish guys, you know, that, that were, you know, taking them around, I'm sure. Uh, some, you know, nice meals. Uh, and, and, and that, you know, builds team chemistry. And, and, and uh, you know, you, you stick up for each other a little bit more when, when you actually like the person, Yeah. Uh, you know, that's the other you're playing with. So um, I, think, I think that should really, really help. Um, you know, as you said, I think, you know, the Leafs were almost the, you know, the home team, I think in both games and, uh, yeah. uh, you know, they wanted to put on a show when you, when you're trying to put on a show, things usually go a little bit uh, off as, as, as we saw, I think that's when in the first game, they finally realized in the third, third period that, listen, let's do what we do best and, uh, you know, sort of play our game and, uh, and then, you know, they, they, they came away with the win um and uh you know the second game i as you said uh you know it seems like uh, you know more lines than than the top 4 uh are starting to click on our right. on our team and uh and and that that's that's what you need um you know and uh i think uh hopefully as i said with this team chemistry this this, this you know time that they spent together uh helps and then uh, we'll find out uh you know end of this week and and I thought the fourth line, McMahon with the speed, I thought he looked really good. The fourth line looked good. Um, I, I, I Domi, you know, I thought that this would be perfect. You know, the Matt Sandin and Domi, you know, I'm announcing the, the lineups. And, you know, there's a, there was a lot of stuff. Maybe Matt Sandin joins the organization. He was spending a lot of time with Shanahan and talking. And, and he was at, I believe, the coaches. Um, team dinner, or I think all the coaching staff was there. The players are there. He was there one night. He spent a lot of time around the team. So I hope, you know, I think we'd agree. We'd love to have him obviously in the organization in some sort, but yeah, I, I thought the fourth line was pretty good. Um, again, the back end, we'll talk about it because, you know, there's a lot of stuff about, there's going to be need some clarity with Klingberg this week and the heavy links of Zadorov to the Leafs. I believe Kevin Weeks tweeted that Dallas, New Jersey, and Toronto are the three teams interested in Zadorov. And, you know, they probably want a quick resolution there. Um, but there should be a lot of clarity this week with with trades and, and John Klingberg. So that's something to look out for. They're back in Toronto. Things will probably ramp up with the talks. But where are you at, you know, with with, with the, the defense? And, you know, I, I thought Samsonov and Wool actually played really well uh, in, in both games. So I'm not really too worried about the goaltending there. But this week, I think we should have more clarity on the, the back end. And there's rumors that maybe Klingberg, he gets shut down for the season. You know, he probably doesn't have that much trade value, but I'm not sure what the Leafs give up on a trade, acquire defenseman. Like, where, where are you at right now? Like, I think we'd agree. You probably want to send Klingberg out, get rid of that salary and bring some guys in. You've got $4 million there, but that hasn't really worked out. He didn't play in Sweden. So where are you at with, with the defensive end for, for this upcoming week where talks are going to ramp up, obviously? I mean, it tells you, you know, more where the Leafs are at, uh, you know, when, when uh, you know, he's from Sweden and yeah. uh, they're there for two games and he doesn't play. Uh, I think that tells you a lot. Uh, unfortunately, I think it does tell other teams a lot. 
as well. Um, you know, so uh, it just gets that much harder uh, to to move him. And then, you know, what we've got to give or take in sort of as far as his salary or anything like that. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, I don't know, it's a catch-22. Uh, you know, it was, uh, the guys played really well uh, without him. But uh, now, you know, you don't play him in his, in his home country. Uh, and then, you know, if you're planning to move him, uh, yeah, it just becomes a little bit <laughs> a lot tougher than uh, than than it already was. Yeah, and and you know, I, I want to mention too. I liked one play against the Minnesota game. Erickson Eck and Marner battling in front of the net. You know, Erickson Eck literally falls on top of him, and Marner gets up and just <laughs> retaliates with a slash. You know, I like that, and I think that it, it, it's he he sold that well because he went down like he just got shot on the leg, and he was completely fine on the power play. Joel Erickson. I got the guy on my fantasy team. You know, I, I thought that a lot of people to the media and I agree with it, that after that Boston incident, these guys have really stepped up and, and defended each other and defended themselves more importantly. So I like that. And, and, you know, how a guy like Zadorov with a defensive end, as you said, he's a guy that's six foot six. He can hit. Is he a top four guy? That's the question. I, I, I don't know. But let's see if he's given the minutes. He's the third pair guy right now in Calgary. But they've got guys like Hannafin there. You know, they've got guys like Mackenzie Weger there, Rasmus Anderson there, um, Chris Tanev there. Like, is he better than any four of those guys to get a top spot? I don't think so. But his agent seems to think he is. And we'll see where they're at with the defensive end. But overall, I think it was a great trip to Sweden. You know, they're probably going to do another series like this, similar like this in another city next year. Um, but again, what are your overall thoughts? I think it makes sense that the Leafs are there. And, and, and I think that the, the cap off this trip is, is William Nylander dominating and he's going to get paid. Like he's, I think he's, he's up to like top three in NHL points. I don't know the Canucks, they've got the top three guys, but that will not, they're not going to be able to sustain that at, at the pace that they're at with three guys in the top three in scoring. There's no way, but Nylander, I believe is, is one point away next game away from, breaking the active players record for point streaks to start a season. He tied McDavid for 17 next game. He could break it. But I think you'd agree that these guys have lost the negotiation battle because now you've just got to pay whatever he wants. It's going to be more than $10 million now. Like he's probably wanting 10.5, 11, just under Pasternak. Uh, where, where are you at with Nylander and, and the contract negotiation? I know it's an ongoing thing, but I mean, especially after this trip in Sweden, like you thought maybe a little bit of pressure, but he, he was unbelievable. Yeah, you know, it's it's almost like uh, you know, he's he he you know, he doesn't really care about the streak. He just yeah. goes out there, uh, no pressure. Uh, and then, you know, next thing you know, you know, ten minutes in, you know, he's already got a point. He's either scored or got a nice assist, and boom, you know, it's it's done uh, for the rest of the game kind of thing. And then uh, he ends up getting more points because now, you know, he's he's I guess he's even more relaxed if there is any pressure, but you don't see it on him. I think he's the one guy. Uh, I think everybody says that that isn't phased by this Toronto media attention yeah. or what they say about him, or uh, you know, as far as fans or the media. Uh, so yeah, I think it's really showing in, the, in his play that he just goes out there and he does what he can. And uh, uh, you know, I, I I mean, the active uh, streak is uh, is going to be broken by him for sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, I. I think we, I yeah. said at the beginning, man, we needed to sign him before this because he's the type of guy. I'm not surprised that he's doing what he is, and 
now uh, a real question comes, you know, uh, how do we afford them? Uh, you know, how, yeah. do, how do we keep them for a long term? And uh, I think it gets tougher and tougher with each game. Uh, I know that uh, you were hoping for for them announcing it uh, while they were Yeah, there. it didn't happen much as well. That didn't happen. Uh, so now, uh, yeah, it's uh, definitely 10-5 is already in there. He's creeping towards 11. Uh, they better hurry up. Yeah, and he said he's open to in-season negotiations. Like, I know and it's going to be like, oh, Leafs can't win. They're paying four guys over 10 minutes. Look, it's it, this is a next season problem. Like, it is. And and I think that with Tavares, he, he's entering the final year of his contract. He's not going to ask for $10, $11 million. So that's where you think that they probably swap deals. And, and that's why next year is probably going to be a punt of a season. You know, they're going to have to figure it out. Um, and But maybe they trade, you know, explore trading Marner I, I don't know like you you're not gonna like you can't let this guy leave in free just you you simply can't and he can ask for whatever he wants I know that a lot of stuff like he's willing to take less if other guys take less and I love that and that's why I think a guy like him you've got to keep him again you know all the rumors he's not going anywhere I, I fully expect a deal to be done if it's you know June 30th or July 1st he, he's not going anywhere I think he loves it here you know this is the hockey mecca and he's shown that as you said, he's one of the guys that are built for this market. He's always calm, relaxed. Even, you know, they're asking him, you know, the guys like Keith Matthews, you know, they're asking, like, you know, has Willie, uh, you know, shown you around? Has he recommend any places? And he's like, I don't know, just walk around. Like, you know, he's just a laid back, relaxed guy. He even said himself too, like, it's weird hanging out with my buddies the next next day, you know, I'm going to go play a hockey game. But I think this trip was great for him to go back home. His grandmother got to see him play. And obviously I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for big things out of him this season. He's going to be a crucial player because he's showing up in every single playoff series, win or lose, you know, majority of them they've lost, but he has been there playing his best hockey. If it's not out defensively, he's not there offensively. He always brings it. And I'm hoping something comes out of these negotiations after, especially after Sweden. But uh, moving on to NHL All-Star Weekend. Now, literally just today, I've wanted this for such a long time. Elliot Friedman announced that they may add a third day to the event, obviously. Um, but the big story is, he says, I've heard rumors that the draft is coming back. Now, I don't think it's going to be one guy left until the end. I heard there's some sort of way to sort this out at the end. I don't know what it is, but he's heard rumors that the draft's going to come back. And he speculated that last season, too, that Toronto would be getting the next year's All-Star Weekend. And if they actually bring back the draft, there was rumors last year, too. And he speculated that I think it's going to happen next year. So... I, I love this. You know, I, I I was kind of disappointed that they went away from this. I, I don't like the whole, you know, every team is a representative. Now, who on the San Jose Sharks deserve to be an all-star? Like, I get why they're doing it one guy on every team, but you need to throw that out of the bin. They don't have that in the NBA. I, I don't believe they do. Um, but, you know, they vote on starters, and then, they you know, you can have two, three all-stars. But... They've got to get rid of that if you're going to do the NHL draft. I think the NBA is stepping away from the draft, and now the NHL is doing the draft. I think it's an enjoyable product. Um, more eyes on you know these guys' personalities. You know the one-year-old Vetchkin want to be last pick for the car. Like it, it's it's great to see these guys, and I hope they do a draft because you know it's going to be great. I think Matthews will probably be a captain or something like that. But what are your thoughts? Obviously, they need something to shake this up because the every single year All Star Weekend, I, I don't really think I like you know you'll watch the occasional skills comp but majority of it i heard last year was just horrible and i hope something like this brings more eyes to the product and makes it more more entertaining i think you could say yeah you know it's almost like um every year 
you know, the interest in the game is less and less. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think, you know, the fact that it's in Toronto, I mean, where else are you going to get more attention to this game uh, than, than here? Uh, they do need to bring the, you know, bring the draft back. I think it like it just builds it up a little bit more, and it's a little more exciting because you see the guys sitting there, which teams they're going to be on, yeah, and who to yeah. watch for. Yeah. Uh, then you know, I mean, sometimes you, a lot of people don't even know, you know, who's going to be at the game. Uh, so I think uh, just just to build that, you know, a couple hours of that. Uh, I don't honestly. I know they say oh, last pick. I don't think these guys. Take that a little, you know, personally, um, yeah. uh, you know, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I'm sure it's, something must have been said for them to kind of change that up. Uh, because, you know, if you when you look at it, if you're an all star, you know, at all levels of this, you know, since they were uh, probably kids, uh, you know, they, they've been stars. So then for them to be picked last, it is a little strange uh, for them. It is a new territory because I don't think they've ever been picked last. Uh, so uh, maybe yeah, they can, uh, you know, maybe maybe go away from that, uh, and uh, uh, you know, I think um, you know, I don't know, like maybe maybe even you know near the end when there's like uh, five six guys left, do something a little different where you know uh, you're picking three guys and three guys, so then you know uh, there's no uh, no chance of who would have gone <laughs> gone last or something like that, but definitely it'll draw attention to the game a little bit more. I think they need to bring that back, especially that it's in Toronto now. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's really enjoyable. And I think it was funny, you know, the one year Kessel got drafted last and the whole Ovechkin recording him ages ago. But um, I think they went, you know, around, like, I, I think they did something like the last pick gets a car. You know, I, I don't think these guys care. I, I really don't think they care. But obviously, I, I don't think they want to be like, looked upon as last pick maybe in the media, but whatever. I don't know what kind of thing they're thinking, but they'll probably do something where, where there's not an official last pick. That's, that's probably what there's going to happen as Elliot Friedman said. It makes sense, but I'm, I'm hundred percent for this. I think they, this is, it, it's fun to watch. You know, it, it's, it's like how you play sports in general. People play sports. Okay. I, you know, two captains, pick, pick, pick fantasy hockey, you know, pick, pick, pick. So let's hope they do it. I think they will. I think Elliot Friedman's one of the best insiders and I don't think he would report it if he didn't think it was going to happen. It's early rumors. And I think they heard the backlash over last year with, wasn't so well um but uh yeah let, let, let's hope that something happens out of it and uh we'll see what happens we'll monitor that closely as well we'll monitor what happens with Klingberg as Elliot Friedman also said this week so there'll be more clarity but we'll be back Wednesday for promo school on Wednesday for you guys and then Leafs talk Sunday covering Leafs versus Chicago and Leafs versus Pittsburgh but any last words for for the podcast today obviously next time we'll be on here Leafs will be playing Connor Bedard again, and obviously Kyle Dubas, you know, maybe a revenge game for him. Um, but yeah, what what are, you, what are your last thoughts here today? Yeah, you know what? I'm just happy that the boys are back home. Uh, I know it is a two o'clock game, as you said. You know, it's the American Thanksgiving weekend this uh, this weekend, uh, starting Thursday uh, with all the football. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, I, I yeah, I just uh, there's just something about watching a game in the evening. Uh, you know, it's just uh, it was a different feeling to be uh, watching in the morning. So I'm glad the boys are back, and hopefully, uh, you know, Team Unity will show a little bit more now that they spend a lot of time together there. Yeah, agreed, and I think it will. A lot of people, I think the LA Kings is a big thing. Claude Julien said they went on a trip and they won the cup that year. So let's hope that you know this this will be a great 
season if they, if they go on a great run and then this this as i said this trip will definitely be credited for it but that's it for today we'll be back wednesday and sunday this week thank you guys for listening and we'll see you guys then thanks guys